hello today the 4th of august 2021 we are going to read chapter 25 of sai satcharita in this we are going to see about damu anukasar of ahmednagar speculations and amralila preliminary we begin this chapter with the prostration with all our eight limbs to sai baba who is an ocean of mercy the god incarnate the para brahma and the great yogeshwara lord of yoga victory be unto sai baba who is the crest jewel of the saints and a bold of all auspicious things are atmaram self and the sole refuge of the devotees we prostrate ourselves before him who has attained the aim and end of life sai baba is always full of mercy What is wanted on our part is wholehearted devotion to him. When a devotee has got firm faith and devotion, his wishes are soon fulfilled. When the desire arose in the mind of Hemant Pant to write the life and leelas of Sai Baba, he immediately got it written by him. When the order to keep the memos was given Hemant Pant was inspired and his intellect got strength and boldness to undertake and finish the work He was not as he says qualified to write the work but the gracious blessings of Baba enabled him to complete the undertaking and thus you have the satcharita which is a cistern or a somakant jewel from which nectar in the form of sai leelas oozes out for the readers to drink to their hearts content whenever a devotee had complete and wholehearted devotion to sai baba all his calamities and dangers were warded off and his welfare attended to by baba the story of damodar savalaram rasane kasar of ahmedabad ahmednagar uh, sorry let me read that again the story of damodar savalaram rasane kasar of ahmednagar now of pune elis damu anna illustrating the above statement is given below damu anna The readers are aware that a mention of this gentleman was made in the 6th chapter regarding the celebration of Ramanavami festival in Shirdi. He went to Shirdi about the year 1895 AD when the Ramanavami utsav celebration began and since that time he has been providing an ornamental flag 
for that occasion every year he also feeds the poor and the fakirs who come there for the festival damo anna's speculations cotton trading a mumbai friend of damo anna wrote to him that they should do some cotton speculation business in partnership which would bring them about 2 lakhs of rupees as profit damona says in his statement made about the year 1936 to mr b b narsimhaswamy that the proposal about speculating at mumbai in cotton was from a broker who was not to be a partner and that he damona was to be the sole adventurer white p75 of the devotees experiences part 2 the broker wrote that the business was good and involved no risks and that the opportunity should not be lost damona was vacillating he could not at once determine to venture into the speculation he thought over this and as he was a devotee of baba he wrote a detailed letter to shama giving all the facts and requested him to consult baba and take his advice in the matter shama got the letter next day and when he went with it at noon to the masjid and placed it before baba he asked shama what the matter was and what the letter was about he replied that damu anna of nagar wanted to consult him about something then baba said what does he write and what does he plan it seems that he wants to reach the sky and he is not content with what god has given him read his letter shama then said the letter contains what you have just said o deva you sit here calm and composed and agitate the devotees and when they get restless you draw them here some in person and others through letters if you know the contents of the letter why do you then press me to read it baba said o shama read it i'll speak at random and who believes me then shama read the letter and baba heard it attentively and said feelingly the shit damwana has gone mad write to him and reply that nothing is wanting in his house let him be content with the half loaf bread he has and not bother himself about lacks shama sent a reply which damu anna was anxiously waiting for after reading it he found that all his hopes and prospects about lakhs of rupees as profit were dashed to the ground he thought that he had done a mistake by consulting baba but as shama had hinted in the reply that there was always much difference in seeing and hearing and that therefore he should come to shirdi personally and see baba he thought it was advisable to go to shirdi and consult baba personally about the affair 
So he went to Shirdi, saw Baba, prostrated himself before him, and sat shampooing his legs. He had no courage to ask Baba openly about the speculation, but he thought in his mind that it would be better if some share in the business should be assigned to Baba, and said in his mind that if Baba were to help him in this transaction, he would surrender some share of profits to him. <coughs> Damuanna was thus thinking secretly in his mind, but nothing was veiled from Baba. Everything past, present and future were clear to him. A child wants sweets, but his mother gives bitter pills. The former spoil his health, while the latter improve it. So the mother, looking to the welfare of the infant, coaxes and gives bitter pills. Baba kind mother as he was, knew the present and future prospects of all his devotees and therefore, reading Damona's mind, he openly spoke to him, Bapu, I do not want to be entangled in any such worldly things, sharing profits. On seeing Baba's disapproval, Damona dropped the enterprise. Grain Dealing then he thought of trading rice then he thought of trading in rice wheat and other grains <clears throat> baba read his thoughts also and said to him baba read this thought also and said to him you will be buying at 5 shares and selling at 7 shares a rupee so this business was also given up the rise in the prices of grains was kept up for some time and Baba's prophecy seemed to be falsified. But in a month or two, there was abundant rain and everywhere the prices suddenly fell down and therefore those who stored against grains suffered a severe loss. Damona was saved from this fate. Needless to say, that the cotton speculation which was conducted by the broker with the help of one other merchant also collapsed with severe loss to the adventurers. After seeing that, Baba had saved him from two severe losses in cotton and grain speculations. Damona's faith in Baba grew stronger and he remained a true devotee of Baba till his passing away. Amra Leela, the Mango Miracle Once, a parcel of about 300 good mangoes was received at Shirdi. It was sent from Goa by one Mamladdar named Rale to Sai Baba in the name of Shama. When it was open, all the mangoes were found to be in good condition. They were given in Shama's charge and only four were retained and placed in the Columba pot by Baba. He said, these four fruits are for Damuanna. Let them lie there. This Damuanna had three wives. According to his statement mentioned above, he had not three but two wives only. He had no he had no children. He consulted many astrologers and himself studied astrology to some extent and found that as there was a papi inauspicious planet in his horoscope, 
there was no prospect of any child to him in this life but he had great faith in baba when he went to shirdi 2 hours after the receipt of the mango parcel uh, for worshiping baba he said though other people are looking for the mangoes they are damias he whose they are should eat and die damu anand hearing these words was first shocked but on maspati a shirdi devotee explaining to him that death meant the death of the ego and to have it at baba's feet was a blessing Damwana said that he could accept the fruits and eat them but baba said to him do not eat yourself but give them to your younger wife this amralila <coughs> mango miracle four mangoes will give her four sons and four daughters this was done and in due course it was found baba's words turned out true and not those of the astrologers baba's speech established its efficacy or greatness while he was living in the flesh but it did the same even after he his passing away baba said believe me though i pass away my bones in my tomb would be speaking moving and communicating with those who would surrender themselves wholeheartedly to me do not be anxious that i would be absent from you you will hear my bones speaking and discussing your welfare but remember me always believe in me heart and soul and then you will be most benefited prayer hemant pant closes this chapter with a prayer o sai sadguru the wish fulfilling tree of the bhaktas we pray let us never forget and lose sight of your feet we have been troubled with the ins and outs births and deaths in this sansar now free us from the cycle of births and deaths restrain us from the outgoing of our senses to their objects and introvert us and bring us face to face with the atma self as long as this outgoing tendency of the senses and the mind is not checked there is no prospect of self realization neither son nor wife nor friend will be of any use in the end it is only you who will give us salvation and bliss destroy completely our tendency for discussions and other evil matters let our mother I'm sorry let our tongue get a passion for chanting your name drive out our thoughts and make us forget our bodies and do away with our egoism make us ever remember your name and forget all other things remove the restlessness of our mind and make it steady and calm if you just clasp us the darkness of night of our ignorance will vanish and we shall live happily in your light that you may us bring the nectar of your lilas and awaken us from our slumber is due to your grace and our store of merits in past births you made us drink the nectar of your lilas and awakened us from our slumber is due to your grace and our store of merits in past births
In this connection, the following extract from Damu Anna's statement mentioned above is worth perusing. Once when I sat at a suite along with many others, I had two questions in my mind and he gave answers to both. There are many crowding, there are so many crowding to Sai Baba. Do they all get benefit from him? To this he replied orally, look at the mango tree in blossom. If all the flowers become fruit, when a splendid crop it would be. I'll read that again. Look at the mango tree in blossom. If all the flowers become fruit, what a splendid crop it would be. But do they most fall off either as flowers or as unripe fruits by wind and very few remain. The same question was about myself. If Baba were to pass away, how hopelessly adrift I would be and how am I to be how am I to fare them? To this Baba answered that he would be with me whenever and wherever I thought of him. That promise he had kept up before 1918 and has been keeping up after 1918. He is still with me. He is still guiding me. This was about 1910 to 1911 when brothers separated from me and my sister died and there was a theft and police inquiry. All these incidents made me very disturbed. When my sister died, my mind was much upset. That I did not care for life and enjoyments. When I went to Baba, he pacified me with his upadesh and made me eat a feast of Puran Poli at Appa Kulkarni's house. There was a theft in my house. A 30-year-old friend of mine stole my wife's jewel box, including her auspicious nath, Mosri. I wept before Baba's photo. The next day, the man returned the jewel box and asked for pardon. Bow to Sri Sai, peace be to all. Om Samartha Satguru Sri Sai Nathaya Namaha Om Samartha Satguru Sri Sai Nathaya Namaha Om Samartha Satguru Sri Sai Nathaya